Hello again, everyone. It is time for another episode of the Community Connection Show, the show that brings you positive stories and encouraging news as we interview top leaders in every sector of the community. And now, here is your host, national speaker and best-selling author, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another Community Connections with Ryan Sowers. I'm super excited to have a great guest today, Frank Shelton. He's an author, evangelist. He's been all over the world, uh, and he and I were fighting technology just a few minutes ago. But Frank, my friend, thanks for coming on the show, and uh, how are you today? Oh, Ryan, it's an honor to be with you and all of your listeners. Uh, you're the best, so thank you. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Well, first of all, I just wanted uh, to, to say hello. Tell people just a little bit. You know, I know they can go to frankshelton.com and, you know, read There's more stuff than we can do in 15 or 20 minutes. But just a little bit about <laughs> your background, your family, uh, you know, what you've done, and, yeah. and we'll open that way. Yeah, well, so I'm, I'm from Capitol Hill, Ryan. Um, I was born and raised in the D.C., Maryland area, and uh, I grew up literally around the halls of Congress. Don't hold it against me. <laughs> but my father uh, and my mother both were employed with the U.S. Capitol. My uncle worked at the U.S. Capitol. Uh, my grandfather worked at the U.S. Capitol. My great-great-grandfather was on duty at Ford's Theater, Good Friday, 1865, the night that Abraham Lincoln was assassinated. And it was my ancestor, uh, Shelton, who hand-carried President Lincoln across the street the night he died. Wow. Um, Washington has just been in our family. Uh, I was elected an eighth grade student government president. I started writing speeches at a young age. Then I got employed after college working for a member of Congress. Um, I was a special assistant. I was his full-time driver. And then I was asked to start writing speeches. And they said, wow, well, how do you write speeches for a congressman? I said, well, I would just sit at the table, close my eyes, say a little prayer and pretend one day I'd have to give the speech. And I started writing speeches for him. And one day he came in my little cubicle on Capitol Hill and he threw the speech at me and it hit me in the chest. And I said, wow, I guess you didn't like that one. And he laughed. He goes, no, it was great. But he goes, I got floor votes on the floor of Congress tonight till after midnight. And uh, he goes, I won't be able to give the speech. And I said, wow, well, who's going to give it? Like the chief of staff or the legislative director? And he said, no, he goes, you wrote it. I want you to go give it. <laughs> and Ryan, that opened up the door. I started going in his absence. It's kind of like if you're looking for Cal Ripken of the Baltimore Orioles only to meet the bat boy, you're a little disappointed. <laughs> but that open door enabled me uh, one year, I do a graduation speech. It went so well. True story. The next two years when they contacted his office, the scheduler, they said, nothing against you, sir, but just keep sending that guy, Frank. And three years in a row, I'm doing a graduation at a school. One night, I had the honor to fill in for him and speak at a Nobel Peace Prize recipient. It was a U.S. senator, um, you know, black tie dinner. And I'm the only one just in a basic suit because I found out 45 minutes before it started that I was going to give the speech in his absence. He wasn't <laughs> able to be there. So it's just been a wild ride. For the record, I got a D in public speaking in high school. And I said, was that for dynamite? And she said, you need a lot of work. So I'm up to a C minus now. Michael oh. Jordan got cut from the varsity basketball team, but he turned out okay. That's right. And uh, so it's been a wild ride, but I'm not on your show today to pretend like I'm perfect. I've dropped the ball. I didn't graduate from Harvard. 
I'm so slow. It takes two hours to watch 60 minutes, but <laughs> perseverance is my middle name. Love and uh, I just, I love Babe Ruth because in one year he led the league in home runs, but what they don't know the same season, he led the league in strikeouts. But when he was up to bat, that brother was swinging for the fence and you'll foul a few off. You'll miss a few, but my goodness, if you get a hold of it, it just may be gone. So I just want to encourage all your listeners. We need to swing for the fence. You know, we got to give our best, put our best foot forward. And uh, I do believe if we've learned anything in the last year, we may have taken a lot for granted and maybe we start to think tomorrow's not guaranteed. And um, it's been a wild ride. It's been a long year. I personally uh, went from writing speeches to a congressman to give him my own. I've, I've been a chaplain now. It would have been three Olympics. Um, it's been a I, you know, my heart is to not only go after the poor, but I have a, a, an assignment to also encourage the powerful. And I just believe everybody needs hope. Everybody needs encouragement. And this late in the game, I think we would do well. You know, we talk about going to Myrtle Beach or, you know, with Disney World or, you know, gosh, I got a friend that was in Los Angeles yesterday sharing all those pictures. And that's great. It's an honor to go on vacation. It's an honor to go somewhere nice temporarily, but without preaching, I just want to remind our viewers and listeners that, you know, we need to have in our mind, are we going to spend eternity somewhere? And I still believe heaven is greater than hell. So I would just encourage us. We've made temporal reservations, but man, the reason for my book urgency, I picked an hourglass, Ryan, and I like the old school days of our lives. Soap opera. It had that captivating hourglass and the sand of time I really believe have slipped through not only quickly and rapidly, but we're sliding into eternity. I don't know if you remember the first Star Wars in 1977. There was Han Solo and Chewbacca and Princess Leia and Luke, and they're all in that trash compactor and the walls were literally caving in on them. And and that's how I felt the last few years. I, I did 20 years on Capitol Hill. I left retirement, 401k, health insurance by faith to go into the full-time gospel ministry without a single booking. And um, I knew the walls were closing then. I mean, people say, gosh, you worked in the White House and you worked in the Senate, you worked in the House. Why would you leave all that? And I really believe heaven is going to be the greatest party of all time. And I'm not trying to preach. I'm not even religious. That may surprise some people. I personally don't like religion. Religion has caused a lot of wars. Um, But I'm not into religion, but I do have a relationship with God. But having said that, I was trying to invite folks to a party. You know, when you know, if you have a child at just a fifth grade birthday party or high school birthday party or, you know, someone's retirement party or a baptism, you get an invite. It's an honor someone thought of you to bring them. But there's an old Latin RSVP and protocol says you're invited to the party, but protocol dictates you need to respond. I'm either coming or I'm not. So I just want to tell your friends and viewers and listeners and love. God loves you. He has a plan for your life. This pandemic has been crazy. And, um, you know, I just would like you to maybe hit the pause button, downshift, and just think so, what is maybe God trying to say to me? You know, the church may have disappointed you. There may be even some Christians who didn't even act like Christ. First of all, I want to apologize for that because my boss is perfect, but sometimes our friends aren't. I think it was Gandhi that said, I love your Christ. It's your Christians I can't stand. So, (laughs) For those of us who believe in God, we need to step up our game to really represent the Lord because it's a tragedy when we act like him on Sunday, but act like the devil the rest of the week. And that's not good. 
That's not the gospel and that's not God. But with the book Urgency, I literally, this may floor you, Ryan, but I was flying to Pakistan. I don't know any other preacher in America <laughs> that bought his own ticket flying by himself to preach 12 miles from where they killed Osama bin Laden, the most dangerous region of Pakistan. I was going to preach to 150,000 Muslims, and they told me the Taliban was on the rooftops. And they said, you can come, but you may not come home. And I was going to fly over there by myself just to tell them God loves you, knowing I may die in the process. That's why when I say the walls were cozy, I knew the sand was coming through the hourglass. I knew we didn't have forever to invite people to the party. And I was going to die trying. Um, I just two days before had scheduled an event with four-time World Series winner, Daryl Strawberry. Uh, matter of fact, I got a text from him yesterday. Um, I was invited, Daryl, to my hometown. I, I was bringing the governor, a congressman, the sheriff. Had all these people coming to this huge event. We had 5,000 people committed to come here. Daryl, speak a message of hope. And when we walked out of that capacity crowd, I mean, it was electric. And someone said, Frank, uh, is there anything you need? And I looked at them, and this was Friday, March 6, 2020. I said, I'm not even sure this thing's going to happen. And their eyes got really big and said, how in the world could you say that? I mean, you just had the governor's staff here, the congressman in the office. I mean, you got the whole county behind a program that you're putting on, and you, the ringleader, is telling me in confidence you don't even think it's going to happen? Well, I said that for two reasons, because it was two days later, I was on my way to Pakistan, and it was the very next day after that scheduled flight to Pakistan that the two weeks slowed the curve, the president suspended all travel from the east, and none of those events happened. We all were wow. sitting at home in fear, waiting for a stimulus check, and I saw it. That's why I said it. And, you know, I really believe because of the pandemic, whether you're in corporate America, if you're a leader, if you're a public school teacher, um, if we didn't have a backbone last year, we may not have a microphone this year. And I really believe those who stood up and stepped out are the ones who need to be listening when you speak. So where I was going in 10 countries and all that got suspended, um, I started pivoting, reorganizing and coast to coast all over America, flew to Los Angeles twice. And you saw it, they were putting, there was government overreach, there were some draconian, tyrannical laws. And, um, you know, people really, it was in a tailspin. And that's what I just want to encourage your viewers, the listeners, and the readers of the new book, Urgency. It's now out on Amazon. I really believe it's going to be a game changer for some, a life changer for others. And, um, you know, regardless where you're at politically, say with the vaccination, um, I would say you would do better to start reading about salvation because uh, vaccine is temporal, but salvation is eternal. You know, some people, if you're trusting in the government, uh, you had the first two letters right. I think you better start with God, not government. Not going to get political, but Reagan said the scariest words ever strewn together is I'm from the government and I'm here to help. <laughs> um, there's some good people in government. There's some interesting people in government. But people will let you down, uh, but God will lift you up. So I'll just leave it at that. Well, Frank, I mean, your uh, background is is amazing, and I appreciate uh, what you shared. I mean, you know, people a lot of times look at human beings, you know, other human beings and their posts and think it's a highlight reel or, you know, boy, I wish I could have that life. Yeah. And so I, I think with this book, Urgency, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it, and I'm gonna, I have not had a chance to read it, but I think 
I, you know, the, was it the wizard of Oz where the sand glasses, I'm trying to remember, you know what I remember as a kid where the sand was going slowly. I can't remember if it was the wizard of Oz or one of those movies where the sand slowly going out of the hourglass. I too have felt the same way that you were talking about where even before the pandemic, um, I was trying to encourage people along and whatever, and have things going positive and, and say a kind word. And then, you know, if people want to know more, they're going to say, tell me more about your whatever. And I'm like, dude, I, I screw up all the time. I'm like you, it takes me twice to watch 60 minutes. Um, but it's urgency factor, no matter <laughs> on this, on this planet, we, we only have so much time. We only have so much time. And, you know, if, if the late, uh, who I admired greatly Covey said, you know, put first things first, or, you know, and I say, put last things last, you know, if you're lucky, you maybe you live to 90, 95 years old. And that's why I think your book's so important because we're all talking about these things we're going to do now that the pandemic's you know better. But, you know, we, a lot of times don't want to think about after we are gone from this earth. And I mean, that's a, that's a, you know, what, do you, what does it remember, remind yourself yeah. being at your own funeral? I mean, it's uh it's a, it's a, it's a hard topic to get your mind around for some mm -hmm. people. Well, it is. And Ryan, and I would encourage them to, to ask the hard questions. I know it's not always pleasant. I was on staff for five years with Billy Graham, the world famous preacher, pastored 13 presidents. And when someone asked him, what was the biggest surprise of your life? He said, the brevity of it, your, how short it is here today and maybe gone tomorrow. And, you know, I've done a lot of funerals and um, it's night and day. Uh, someone said for the Christian, when they die, it's a endless hope. For the non-believer, didn't give God a chance. It's a hopeless end. Mm. And yes, there's grieving. But when you leave the funeral, it, it's, it's night and day. It, it's one team is it's not goodbye. It's see you later. There's hope um, for others. Even all the hype in the world won't fill a void. And, and sometimes we got to take um, the hard look. You know, even you brought up the Wizard of Oz. Sometimes you got to pull back the curtain and risk finding reality and also risk finding disappointment. But I'll tell you this, I've never met the end of version uh, who genuinely met the Lord and was disappointed. Now, church may have failed them. Christians may have failed them. A clergy may have failed them, but God will never fail. And uh, I would just also encourage you know, we're so busy playing checkers that we've turned our back on the chess table. We're so fixated on the temporal, we haven't made our reservation for the eternal. I'll give you an example. I have a friend that's been friends with Michael Jordan for 35 years. I was just on the phone with him two days ago. In our circle, you know, it's like, is it Kobe? Is it LeBron? You know, was it Dr. J? Is it Jordan? You know, is it Denzel or is it Michael B. Jordan? Is it the Beatles or is it Elvis? You know, <laughs> Prince or Michael Jackson? I mean, we're so fixated with the created, we haven't even thought about the creator created them, who gave them the talent, you know? Yeah. And I just think by playing at the checkers table, it's almost like we have locked ourselves in a minor league ballpark. It's an honor to play minor league ball, little league ball. But if you've been to the major leagues, they're probably just saying, hey, I'm over here. <laughs> you know, and what's really at the chess table is it, it you know, and, and this is going to sound like preaching, but it, it comes down to God and the devil. And, you know, you're on one side and I don't care where you've been. This is a word for someone. The reason your rearview mirror in your car is smaller than your windshield, because where you're going with God is more importantly than where you've been in the past with the devil.
Yeah. And here's newsflash. God doesn't hang out with perfect people. It's the opposite. It's those who've been jacked up and messed up and bruised up and drink seven up. Can I get an amen? <laughs> yeah, that's but the true. thing is, is he just loves to be with people who, who've been around the block. I mean, this is going to sound crazy, so it may be taken out of context, but you know, in our ministry at times, I've connected quicker with the drugs and the down and out and even prostitutes than these religious Pharisee professors. I love that. Uh, I'm going to go on record. Sometimes I wonder if the religious are even born again. Um, but when you meet, you know, the prostitute, she'll tell you with tears. She ain't yeah. trying to hide anything. Yeah. She knows I've dropped the ball. Yeah. And for the grace of God, it could have been any one of us. But when she finds the Lord, you know, religion will bring up your past. God's just trying to give you hope for the future. So if you're surrounding yourself with people who's always bringing up your past, they may want to become acquaintances in the near future. You need to be with people who will lift you up, build you up. And, uh, you know, and that's the God I know. Um, you know, he just, if he, if he was a, a chef in the kitchen, his recipe would not be spaghetti. It would be centers. He, he would hang out with rejects and goofballs. And I'm one of them. But man, he's the greatest ride in the amusement park. You'll have some highs. You'll have some lows. There'll be some twists, turns upside down. But my friends, when they say, oh, Christianity's boring, I'm like, well, you haven't given Christ a chance. So, you know, the book is going to be wild. And, and let me just tell you this. I went through hell writing it, and this will resonate with your friends. In five weeks, Ryan, I, I typed 235 pages. So this is a former speechwriter. Right. I typed 235 pages in five weeks, and then it got deleted. That will bless you. And then I got <laughs> oh. bit by a snake. Oh. I got in an accident with my car. Oh. My other car died on top of a bridge. I go to get a receipt. It says $6.66 at a convenience <laughs> store the same day the car died. And I mean, people who know numerology, yeah. 666 six, six, is not six, a yeah. good sign. No. But anyways, I just want to tell you, man, much respect to you. But urgencies on Amazon. You can go to frankshelton.com. But uh, you're one of my heroes and you're doing it big. And thanks for having me on today. Well, Frank, I appreciate it, man. I, I, what you're doing is amazing and getting people to uh, um, think about where they are. And again, we, they can reach your frankshelton.com. And then your book, book is, is your book out now or is it going to be out very soon on Amazon yeah. and everywhere? Yeah, it, the drop date was uh, Tuesday, July 20th, but it, right. it's already on Amazon right All now. Right. People are already buying it. So Perfect. whenever it airs, it's out, Amazon.com. All right. Type in well, urgency. We're going to yeah. get that book. Tell all our viewers. Well, Frank, my friend, I know you're doing dealing with tons of media. Thanks for taking time for uh, to come on the Community Connection Show. We sure appreciate it. Thanks again, Frank. My honor, buddy. And if I was locked in the freezer, I wouldn't be as cool as you. We'll do it again. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Bye -bye. Absolutely. Well, thanks uh, for Frank Shelton being on our show. You've been listening to another Community Connections with Ryan Sowers. Until next time, thanks for tuning in, folks. This has been the Community Connection Show with Ryan Sowers. Stay on the lookout for new or past shows with community leaders wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to see the video interview of any show, visit communityconnectionstv.com. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and we will see you next time.